Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. Are you ready to take your life to the most incredible level possible in 2016? Well, we've had three sold-out wellness summits these last few years, but honestly, nothing comes close to the wellness breakthrough, and we have just three spots remaining. Your favorite wellness couch experts, the wellness guys, Karen Smith, Kim Morrison, Quirky Cookings, Joe Witten, Marcus Pierce, and of course, Carl Brock are gathering in the Dandenong Ranges for three days and two nights for one incredible event. If you want possibly the greatest peer group in health and wellness to help you catapult your life to the next level, then we'd love to see you at the Wellness Breakthrough from February 5th to the 7th. But again, there's only three spots available. Entry to the breakthrough is by application only, and to apply, simply email your contact details to marcus at thewellnesscouch.com. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the legend of 2016, the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, champion. Hello, Marcus. Samo. I can't tell you how excited I am. Just to, you know, not only, I mean, hear your voice, but also to be just back on 100 Not Out. This is the first recording that you and I have done together in 2016. Last, the previous episode we recorded in that old year, 2015, the one that has passed us by. So long ago. Or that we have passed by so So long long ago. ago. So yesterday. So so eight days ago. And you and I have not spoken to each other for weeks. It's almost like, yeah, I feel like it's almost 20 days or so. I I I was half expecting the divorce papers to come through. Well, mate, I was messaging you on Skype saying I'm pining for you, and you were going to send me divorce papers. I was not. I was never going to leave you. No, I was waiting for the divorce papers. I just, you know, we hadn't spoke. I was like, "What's happening? Well, my life's falling apart." Oh, you know. well, Damien, how was your break? Did you have a great time with family and friends? Yeah, Amber and I were just reflecting on it actually because she goes back to work on Monday, and we just said, "What a great time we've had just with ourselves, just hanging out." Jack, Amber, myself. Had little day trips with, you know, we were meant to go to Mount Kosciuszko, but the weather was bad. New South Wales knows how to rain, so we decided yeah. that we weren't going to we weren't going to try and tempt fate there and, you know, turn our car into a boat. So we decided that we would <laughs> would stay here where the sun shines in Melbourne, and we had some nice day trips down to the peninsula and uh, just really beautiful. Just nothing to do really, but whatever we felt like doing. We had a, a movie marathon with Star Wars and. Watched oh. all six of them, then went to the movies and went gold class and watched the new one, which I just loved. And did you seriously watch six in a row? Yeah, within three days, we did two a day. Wow. And like, let me tell you, the episode one and two were the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. The worst, really? Like, they're just so bad. George Lucas, I don't know, who's thinking when he came back to do the the prequels, but um, I tell you what, it was so bad. But anyway, it was it was all redeemed when we get to watch episode four, five, and six, and then seven, and we just loved it. It was great. Wow. Anyway, I had a great time, mate. So answer your question, I feel very relaxed. Obviously, there was a lot of uh, change and shift towards the end of the year last year, and it was, you know, very stressful time. And I was like, oh, I've really got to get a break in. And I, and I couldn't have asked for a better break, really. I did, I'm glad I didn't have to travel anywhere. I didn't have to go and negotiate, you know, passports or go into different immigration <laughs> places or whatever. I did that once in oh, 2015. That gosh, was enough. I know, November, Bali. But, um, 
it was just it was great to just hang out and be local. It was great. Well, you know, and when you went off the grid too, mate, um, I noticed that my emails went down by about a thousand a week. So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Say that with love, but you know, it was good to, to be off the grid. It was really great. And you went off the grid too, MP. You know, how did you go? I just want to say, Damo, before we talk about me, let's just say that <laughs> if you spent all that quality time yeah. with Amber, knowing knowing Amber's love language is time. quality time, quality time. time, and more quality time. Yes, she must be going back to work just so full to the brim. The emotional bank account is just <laughs> overflowing with love. I hope so. I hope That's, so. I should yeah, ask her. Right. Well, I'll get her to listen to this podcast and then she can answer me. Well, I just want to say I think you, you pushed all the right buttons there and nice. uh, that's good. It's nice. so nice to hear people that didn't travel because I just felt like I was constantly on the move. But to hear people that weren't traveling to say that they had so much fun just being at home, well, that's refreshing. Well, most we of our area. World, but we think we're meant to get away to chill out. Well, most of our area, most of the, the area where we live in Bayside, Melbourne, most of them go down to Portsea or Sorrento. You know, they travel, you know, 60 or 70 kilometres down the road for their holiday and um, to their holiday home. And, and we get a chance just to hang out in an environment where everyone's gone away. There's no cars on the road. There's heaps of parking. The cafes are almost all but empty. And, uh, and we have a great time. It's a really nice time to be, you know, Bayside. It's fascinating because where where I am and everyone I'm yeah like in Byron where everyone comes, comes I don't want I don't want to go to Byron yeah. I want to get out <laughs> get out come to you Melbourne know? yeah so we were in Melbourne for ten days and then just been in Noosa for four days which actually I thought was going to be uh, yeah a bit like Portsy Sorrento but it wasn't uh, as hectic as I as I was expecting but it's interesting isn't it how we we choose to switch off whether we yeah get out of town or whether we just kind of reclaim um, our own home for that period of time. But um, we had some incredible family time. I think both of us did. And just having that that time and that concentration of time, this is the first time I think in my life I've had three weeks um, not working. And I noticed so many, so many, I feel like so many experiences for the first time, which I thought I wanted to, I thought we could bring up mm. on this edition um, mm. of 100 Not Out. Namely, Damo, mm. And I want to do a bit of – I want to make a few announcements, but I might do that at the end because I really want to get into this. Okay. Um, namely, like we spent 10 days um, – essentially 10 days with Sarah's side of the family and then uh, over Christmas, saw my dad, saw my mum, but most of the time was with the Martins and then just been in Noosa five days, most of the time with my sisters. Actually stayed at Kim and Danny Morrison's house for oh, four nights, which was just great. Happy days. And, uh, yeah, we had a great time. What a great and- couple. My kids just love Kim and Danny. Danny was home. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't commentating. He was home. He was loving a bit of home time. Did you have a backyard uh, cricket game with him? Oh, you know what? Uh, Danny was uh, knee deep in gardening and uh, <laughs> and lawn mowing, really? and uh, and he was catching up with Howard O'Meara for a walk, and he was doing a couple of sportsmen's uh, luncheon events and the rest. I didn't get a bit of backyard cricket in. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, though. Oh, imagine that. Imagine facing Danny Morrison in the backyard. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, imagine facing Danny Morrison in the backyard. Tell you what, he cooks a mean barbecue. Does he? I reckon oh. at, the, at the breakthrough this year, let's take a uh, cricket bat. We'll get Danny Morrison to the oh, he, he misses it by four or five days. No. He's shattered. He can't yeah. make it. Oh, definitely. He'll be in Dubai. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Well, moving right along then. So, moving right along. (laughs) Quality time. Quality time. Because I thought this is a great topic to talk about because you and I talk, you know, nonstop about the importance of relationships, having, you know, real life communication with people, not, you know, not relationship via SMS and email and Facebook. And so, you know, you and I have just had concentrated quality time with the people that we love. 
And more than ever, what I noticed this year, and I'm going to just put out there and say probably because we've got two kids at, at the age that they're at, but more than ever, I noticed that this holiday was not just lounging around the pool, taking it easy, you know, um, just like, it wasn't full on relaxing. There was so much, there were so many moving parts. And so I found quality time a whole lot more difficult in this holiday period than I ever have because, you know, our kids are up at, up at a certain time, in bed at a certain time. Other, my sister Olivia's got a three month old. So she's on a totally different schedule. It's probably still, you know, Olivia's incredible, but it still seems like almost, pretty similar. Uh, when we're with the Martins, there's all these different ages and different, again, just different bedtimes, different wake-up times, um, different lifestyles, all the rest of it. And I was wondering, Damo, you know, I was thinking, here, here we are talking about how important it is to have this great quality family time, but I actually found it harder than ever to have great quality family time because I felt like half the time I was you know, swimming with Maya and Darby or preparing them food or doing this or doing that. And I actually found it really tricky to just uh, stop and and have the time. I, I kind of hear you talking about watching seven movies in three days. I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> how would that be? <laughs> well, you know, um, what's so funny, I'm hearing you say, oh, I just spent time in the pool with Maya and I was making her food. And you, in one breath, you're saying, I found it really hard to have family time quality family time but i'm going oh that sounds beautiful how what a nice thing to do to just jump in the pool with your daughter and hang out and then go and make her some food and see for that that for me i suppose because i've moved past that i would go oh that sounds beautiful like that sounds really good and so maybe the question then is how do you quantify and qualify okay. good quality family time okay so here's a perfect example so let's say i'm making maya lunch yep um, what do you make it? Oh, no, it would be a like chicken salad or something. Yeah. Um, and we're making, you know, lunch. Uh, oh, no, I'll give you a better example. So so we get up early. It's Queensland time. So we drive up to Noosa. Mm-hmm. We're kind of raring to go. So early is um, like 11 o'clock? No, like, I don't know, 8 o'clock or something okay. or yeah. we're all done. <laughs> but then we get, we get to Noosa yeah. and my sisters are doing something like, but can, they've only, there's, there's, there's a three-month-old Audrey mm-hmm. and she's the only child in the across the two couples and then so they're like we're off to I don't know it might have been like um, go to the beach um, oh yeah perfect example they wanted to go to the beach and all our kids wanted to do was jump in the pool mm-hmm. and so then there's this um, and, and the last thing the kids want to do is go to the beach eventually they would go to the beach but I'm like I want to have noosa time with my sisters you know and they want to go to the beach because they've just woken up and they just want to get they just wanted to spend a couple of hours at the beach. With my kids, they just wouldn't last a couple of hours at the beach. And they'd last a couple of hours in the pool. Right. And it, you can't really rationalize that with a five-year-old and a six-year-old and a three-year-old. They just crack it and fall in a heap because <laughs> uh, they don't get what they want, which is a swim in the pool. Yeah, right. So it's like, oh, here I am up in Queensland with the sisters, just want to spend time with them. Love spending time with Maya and Darby. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But I go to Noosa to spend time with my sisters. But there's like a clash of lifestyles because we're just at different stages of life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And there's, it's not even a disconnect. It's just, you know, um, parallel. It's like a parallel uniform, universe. I remember when Jackson um, was in Michelle's tummy, you know, when Michelle was pregnant with Jackson. And 
That's what I was trying to say the first time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I was, I was watching my mates, and I was only 26 when Michelle fell pregnant, and I was watching, oh, actually, when Jackson was born. And when I was watching all my friends doing all their stuff, and I felt like I'd shifted into this par- parallel universe, this time frame with sliding doors where they were continuing with their life, and I was preparing for my next life. And now, as all of my mates are having children or have had children, they've got young children. Like my best mate, one of my best mates, Ben, he's just moving from Sydney to Melbourne, and which is great. I'm so excited. But his children are five and two, and, uh, and Jackson's 15, turning 16, about to get his learners. And so I'm about to get all my freedom back and do all these great, amazing things and have a whole lot of fun. And I listen to conversations like what you're having, and I go, I've been there, I've done that. And it's like, all of those stages are staggered. And if all of our mates and all of our family had babies and children at the same time and same ages, we'd all just move through all together. But everyone's all staggered these days because we have different timelines and different time plans. Yes. And, and I think that, um, you know, we all possibly have a, an expectation. Like my expectation at Christmas time this year was that I'd put the spit on, I'll be able to leave the spit and just go and socialize with, you know, 50 family members in my home. Um, we'd pull out the cricket bat, we'd go to the front yard, we'd play cricket, maybe that might spill onto the road, and we'd just go and play backyard cricket. Well, it got to 10.30 at night, and I hadn't really sat down to talk to anybody. And But I didn't feel ripped off that I didn't get a chance to have all of that. I just had to shift my expectation about the type of quality time that I actually did have with everybody. And one of yeah. the greatest gifts that I could have done and given and experienced was the breaking of bread and sharing of food and cooking for everybody, because I love that. I love that service part. And so I did all that. So I just had to mentally, purposefully shift my expectation for what I had expected I was going to have in terms of my quality time and then realize that I had 47 people in my home that came to share Christmas Day with me and, you know, they brought salads and I cooked beautiful meat and we all had an amazing time. And it just, it wasn't the backyard cricket experience. It was just another experience. Yeah. And all the kids jumped in the pool and that was all great. And, you know, there was other people spilling out into the, into the front yard and, you know, they were having a few drinks and having some fun kicking the soccer ball around. I wasn't part of any of that. But because I was there to observe it, um, I felt like I still had my bucket topped up, which maybe what you could do is shift your expectations around well i think it's yeah it's uh, this is so good this is therapeutic to hear you talk like this so so when i hear you say that you wish you were out there playing like you thought you could just put the spit on and then everything kind of happens from there it's i almost feel like it's like the inner teenager going like i just want to go out there and, and oh, totally do what question. i want without any any concern for any consequences of what may or may not happen oh, i love kit morrison i didn't ask about her I'm, I'm hoping she was well but i just want to know if you played cricket with danny morrison you can so you can see where my values <laughs> lie right and i've been at yeah. you know the stars games and taking selfies of jackson sarah, and, sarah sort of and kim did makeup stuff and kim and i did cricket stuff that would sound romantic for the stereotypical type wouldn't it yeah totally yeah <laughs> totally right but you know so definitely the inner teenager coming out in us and you know maybe this is where boys don't grow up maybe this is this is it maybe this is where we don't grow up because we have this inflated expectation of having lots of fun and lots of time and we can just and responsibility will just follow us rather than actually having to take responsibility well this is fascinating maybe okay maybe that's where we're at maybe that's why we we struggle with that shift of of expectation 
Well, so Sarah, my two brother-in-laws on this Noosa trip have got a beer in one hand and a form guide in the other and they're putting a quaddie on together. <laughs> right. And, and yeah, right. I was you like... I can't imagine oh, you doing that. Seriously, I said to Sarah because she was like, oh, how are Lee and Josh? They were like two peas in a pod. They're now known as Beavis and Butthead because they're just like always around each other when it's like family um, events. They just they get on so well. And I'm like, babe, 10 years ago, like pre-kids and particularly when I was just, you know, I worked at a horse racing radio station and I loved a beer, I would have been in it 100%. But uh, now I just find that, again, the, the way that, that lifestyles are uh, in, in like, like you spoke earlier, different like parallel universe, it's not as easy to just uh, sit down and do that. There's consequences. Like you said with the spit, like there's just consequences at different stages of your life. What used to have no consequence now has a consequence. Yeah, so then totally, I wonder like totally. – you know what? What impact does it have on on relationships? So I think you know, oh, and I haven't even asked my sisters about this, but I'm like, you know, are they annoyed that I'm not or we're not spending the same quality time? Like I know they're not. I know they're not going to the beach. Going, oh, I wish Mark and Sarah and the kids were here. They might be going. Why aren't they here? Hmm. I don't know. But um, that's the thing that I found in this holiday period uh, was was something that hadn't really entered my mind space before. Normally, I'd be like, well, you know what? Like we're living our lives. They're living their lives. I want them to do what they want and I want to do what I want and we're all doing what we want. But that's great. But if you're not actually interjecting and having as much time to relate, like there were a couple of nights where we were going to have dinner all together but because our kids eat at 5 or 5.30, the adults weren't really hungry to eat dinner at 5 or 5.30 which I totally get. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Totally. So it's like one family's eating dinner early and then we're going home, the kids are knackered so we go home and then, and then the others go out for dinner. Yeah. So... It's like, am I? Maybe I'm just coming to terms with this. Like you said, the different stage of life. We're all doing it at a staggered rate. We're all we're all at different stages of life. Yeah, and in maybe a couple of years' time, or a couple more Christmases' time, you'll just go, oh well, that's just it. You know, it's probably that this is maybe one of the first times you guys have all got together, all in one place, and everything's just a little bit different. But, yeah, but I this suspect is our first sibling holiday, like no parents, it was just Olivia, George, and I, our respective partners and kids. There you go. That's exactly right. So I mean, the only time really that you could all come together would be in the evening when the kids are asleep. Yes. And it's just that just means that it's all a little bit different. But I reckon there'll be people out there, MP, people listening to this podcast that will be that would have experienced the same thing and going, Yeah, yeah, same, same. And and I know this to be true because there was a girl who came in yesterday to my practice to be adjusted and she travelled all the way back home to Western Australia to spend time with her family and had an experience that was just not what she was expecting. And so she had a bit of stinking thinking around Christmas because it wasn't what she had expected. And I said, well, maybe you've got to shift your expectation. Maybe you've got to think of it in a different way and that you did actually spend time with your family. Albeit it wasn't what you expected it to be or hoped it was going to be, it still was time that you spent with your family. And so it may not have been what you had put on the mantelpiece as being the pinnacle of... Um, of meeting expectation around quality time, but it was still time with your family. And I reckon any time with your family, particularly as everybody gets older, any time with your family is quality time. And that's the beauty of hindsight, isn't it? You know, our, old, our parents will generally reflect on the holidays. And I, I don't know about you. I don't know if this is just a dad thing or not, but I don't remember much of the tough – like Sarah could remember. I reckon she could almost give a minute-by-minute minute blow of every night she's had where she's been – hasn't been able to fall asleep or the kids have been ratty or whatever. I don't remember any of the tough do that. times. I don't do that. I remember the good stuff, mate. I remember the good stuff. Yes, you would either um, say we're eternal optimists. So you know, yeah, thing, right? I don't remember any of the tough times of raising kids. Nah, but you listen to our parents. Easy. And they'll talk about all of the incredible moments of family holidays, of raising kids and, 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 and precious family time. Yeah. And they don't 
and 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 thankfully they don't talk about any of the struggles, any of the blow ups, any of the stresses, any of the uh, the rest of it. Yeah, because I think that's it. We we want to we want to we want to um, treasure the moments that that add um, rather than than that's withdraw. Right. And I yeah, think that's right. for sure. I think Marcus yeah. Pierce, Damien John, Christoph. <laughs> What are, what what words of wisdom are we going to share with our listeners? Like, is there anything else that we can share with them that's going to make them feel better about the shift in expectation around the their their holiday period or well, their Christmas period? All I would say is you you I think you've just said it and you've been so good for me and and you know I'm genuinely feeling different about my last three weeks after twenty minutes of this podcast than um, you know all the time I've been thinking about it since and I do think you've said it is it's all comes down to expectation. I did have the expectation that everything would be flowy, that everyone would just hum along and it would just be harmony. And there is, like I say, for the first 24, 48 hours, it's pretty easy for that to occur. Mm. But when everyone's living out of suitcases and crossing over paths and too many cooks in the kitchen trying to cook breakfast and dinners and lunch and all those things, like that, you're right, you can tolerate that for a day or two. But I think what, what you talk about is having the shift that, well, if you're all kind of together for three, four, five, ten days or whatever, don't expect that it's going to be 100% rosy 100% of the time. Mm. But don't expect it just because you have a couple of tough times that that means it's not worth it. Like you said with the, the practice member that came in, it's not worth it or it shouldn't happen or you shouldn't be there or you shouldn't go. Mm. That's just that's just part of it. But maybe, um, maybe I feel like there's been too much emphasis on – you know, family time is stressful at Christmas because people are so hyper-stressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we always think it's, you know, maybe the eternal optimist, like <laughs> you and I, thinks, all right, it's going to be perfect the whole time. I love your example about the spit and going out to play cricket because that would be me to a T. Uh, but I think we, yeah, I think if anyone can take anything from what you've been saying, it's uh, manage your expectations and make them incredibly flexible. Yeah. Like shift them as the event is unfolding. There you go. Doesn't have to be in hindsight. Yeah, nice. Good. Thank you so much. Now, there's some, big, there's some big announcements that you and I want to make. Yes, absolutely. There's been some um, very exciting news that's been developing over this time away. The first announcement I want to make, Damo, mm. is that the incredible photographer, the most, uh, I would say the most remarkable wellness photographer in this country, I'm going to say the Southern Hemisphere, <laughs> Steph Ryder, Total Capture Photography. Seriously, yeah, she did she really the most great. remarkable job at the Wellness Summit and the feedback from people that have since been to see Steph, myself included. I'm going to, I, had some, I had some shots with Steph recently. I know you did as well. They'll be up on our respective websites. Are yours up on your website yet? Yeah? I'm doing a whole new website, mate. Got a new website yeah. coming out. Well, um, you and me both, you'll see some new photos courtesy of Steph. But the very exciting news is that Steph Ryder is joining us in Ikaria in June. She's coming over for one fantastic trip. She will be recording in pictures the 2016 100 Not Out Greek Island Longevity Retreat. And uh, I can't wait. I mean, you and I are good at photos, Damo, with our iPhones, but there's nothing like Steph and her incredible uh, eye and uh, technology to capture. Still probably, be, still probably will bring my selfie stick, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good to have Steph coming with us. It's so I'm, I'm really pumped about that. I mean, maybe I'm a bit nostalgic because my family won't be coming on this trip uh, with the birth of our third child due in May. So mm. I look forward to being able to bring back, you know, beautiful photos to family to share with them the experience um, of what I can thanks to Steph. So that's very exciting. The other, the other exciting and also somewhat urgent news is that we have a team of 12 people in a career. 
yeah. and we can have uh, 16, uh, no more than 16. So yeah. um, registrations for Ikaria close on Monday, February 29. So if you're listening to this and you've been thinking about it, if you haven't checked out the website where everything's explained, you must go to 100notout.com. Mark in your calendar, Monday, Feb 29. It could be Monday, Feb 29 or sooner, depending whenever that 16 is reached. We've had a number of people that are still considering their options. We don't know for sure if this is going to happen in 2017, uh, particularly when I think of family um, setups and the rest. Especially um, if you go for number four, cheapest. Well, you never know. You yeah. just never know. Four, yeah. five, six, seven, where does it end? <laughs> That's right. Um, but I know this has been scheduled in uh, school holidays for Jackson. That might not be so easy next year as he's in, what, year 11 or year 11? Year, year 10, 10 this year, year, year 11 next year. Year 11 next year. So mm. all of those things need to be taken into consideration. I know some people have said, oh, you know, I'd love to go, but I think I'll go next year. There might not be next year. Um, so we just both recommend if you know you're craving this type of experience, um, you've got until the end of Feb or it might not be that long to decide whether you're coming. So 100notout.com. We're going to interview Thea Perikos um, in the coming weeks. She's in Detroit at the moment on her own family holiday and we'll be talking to Thea more about what's coming up in her career in June. But uh, spaces are filling up. It's almost full and if you want to come along, you can check it all out at 100notout.com. Send me an email with any questions and uh, it's nearly upon us, Damo. I cannot wait. Oh, so pumped about it, mate. I mean, everything seems to be coming upon us at the moment with a breakthrough coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, I oh can't believe that's, that's, that's less than a month away. That's in crazy. a month, it will be done. It will be finished. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's how close it is. I know. So, yeah, heaps of things happening. So much so much happening. Another exciting thing I'm going to share, we are going to be doing the videos, Marcus Pierce. The videos? Our videos. So 100, Oh, you're going to share that? I want to oh share that. Gosh. I want people to know this. I'm putting this out there. Not only will we be able to hear us, but you, if you wanted to, you better jump onto YouTube coming up very soon. Marcus and I will be recording 100 Not Out live, or live, we'll be recording live, um, but we'll be playing back on YouTube. Um, not only the audio, you'll be able to listen to the audio, but you'll be able to watch the video, watch us interact. So I'm looking forward to that. You'll be able to see a whole lot of man love and uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of bromance. It's going to be fun. It's I love it. So I mean, I good. love doing this, but really in person. Uh... Just love catching up with you in the flesh. So yeah, it's gonna really, be and I hope that translates to an entertaining video. <laughs> <laughs> we might just realise we've both got good heads for radio, and that's where we're going to keep oh. it. But we'll see what we're going to do. But I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I think it'll be you know great for our listeners to kind of interact in that way. Um, YouTube is a great way to uh, to interact with people, and you know, I think that um, I think that people will like it. I think they'll like it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's going to be just another way that you can share 100 Not Out with your friends because I think a lot of the time, even though podcasts are growing and growing in popularity, a lot of people still don't know what a podcast is. To be, Everyone knows what YouTube is. It's the second largest search engine in the world, so everyone knows what it is um, and it's much easier to share as well. So look forward to it. It's going to be great. All right, Damo, that's it for this edition. We've gone over time as per usual on this edition of 100 Not Out. We'd love to hear your feedbacks. What have you learned about family and friendships uh, over the course? of the Christmas New Year period. You can uh, go to thewellnesscouch.com slash 100 not out. Provide us with your feedback there or check us out on Facebook, facebook.com uh, forward slash 100 not out, all spelled out. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Also, check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. Until next week, folks, continue as always to make the rest of your life the best of your life. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Couch podcast brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on The Wellness Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. 
Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torps, Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash The Wellness Couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash The Wellness Couch for your free audiobook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.